0: Hello there. It's your boy Eru. What's good? Hopefully you guys can hear me here. Cuz my my little babies was messing with my equipment. So gotta adjust it a little bit. Make sure everything is good. So what's up, Geraldine? Hello there. What's up, Mr. Pudge? Got big shisty. Geraldine is saying what's up to Mr. Pudge. And we are here. This is the Dyer Podcast. Dire State of Mind segment. So, as you all know, Mr. State is at work. So 9.30 is the time that we were supposed to start. But Mr. State is still at work. He's trying to get it together. I'm quite sure that he's thinking about canceling. But I pushed uh, start podcast, so it is what it is. So you guys weren't weren't um, you know, you're losing your mind, you know what I'm saying? The the song, you know, was playing in the background. I can't play it but so loud because I'll get a um strike on my YouTube. <laughs> but it is what it is. Just was um thinking about this song today. So anyway, how's everybody's day today, man? The Knicks freaking lost another game. See, like, you know, just the energy. Like, Twitter, you know, Twitter is the pulse, right? Twitter is the pulse of the, of the culture at the moment. So, um, you know, everybody's energy is like, oh, man, we lost another game. I can't believe it. R. G. Barrett is, is this. And Julius Randle's damn, Mitch Robinson is that. It's the same damn game every every night. There's nothing nothing to talk about. Uh, shout out to uh, my Mr. Marvin here. The Windy City Breeze. You know, these guys, Chicago Bulls, they were losing, you know, so they, they had a couple years where they weren't losing. Now they're winning. So now, like I'm just listening to the guy, you know, kind of just taking a look at what, what he's saying and stuff, because he does an early morning podcast, and it kind of works for me when I'm sitting around at work, you know, during that time, I usually have downtime when uh, when he's on. So that Windy City Breeze podcast, you know, like, I feel like he don't even know how to um how to like talk about winning, because <laughs> it's something new to him, you know, especially with this arrow with Zach Levine and stuff like that. So the thing with with um Zach Levine and these guys is that you know they, they just they just built around Zach they filled in in the in the, the pieces that they wanted they added on um, pieces around certain players you know that, that um that they wanted and it's just a style that they wanted it is is this the way that they want to play you know if you look at the the roster really closely it's it's kind of the way that Chicago Bulls has always played you know you want to talk about Jordan you want to talk about Pippen you know um DeRozan and, and Levina like Jordan and Pippen i'm not saying they are Jordan and Pippen but it's like they you know are kind of like Jordan and Pippen let me get rid of that song in the background. But, um, yeah, man, Jordan and Pippen is Zach Levine and freaking um, DeRozan. If you want to add um, Paxson and stuff, that's um, that um, Lonzo Ball guy. You know, if you want to add some of the other role players that they have, you want to talk about Horace Grant and, and, and things of that nature, or Bill Cartwright, that's um, my man. What's, what's the guy, the center that they have here? The, the European dude, you know. He's a former all-star. You know, uh, what's his name? Bill Cartwright was actually a former 20-point game scorer when he was with the Knicks. You know so yeah man salute to windy city breeze you know i pre- i appreciate i like i like to see people in their joy i like to see people talking in their joy you know because um you know it's, it's better than than uh, wallowing in somebody's or laughing or getting praise or just getting any good you know feeling good vibes off of somebody else's bad energy you know so i i need to be careful of that you know i'm getting a little bit a little bit excited uh here on these internets i know uh my man um Marvin always tells me to calm down. Yeah, his name was Vucevic. You know these guys, you can't really get the names together, man. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, you have to, you have to pick a, a a um a style of play. So you know, like Chicago Bulls, man. I wish the Knicks would would um just implement, you know, uh, or just like what I'm trying to say. You know, just just carry on tradition. Like I said, Bulls tradition. Chicago Bulls. They went and basically reinvented the Chicago Bulls as far as 2020 is concerned. I mean, so the Knicks need to, uh, if, if whatever era, like, holds dear to us, like the championship era was in the 70s. So let's bring it back to the 70s, man. You know, we got to get a nice, strong defensive point guard, somebody that's offensive-minded and um, can carry offense that way, and also play defense. You know, that, that would be really nice. Uh, De'Aaron Fox would have been good. He would have been a, a nice kind of like uh, 2020 version of Clyde. You know, not to that extreme, because Clyde, you know, was is one of the greatest guards that ever played. But, you know, not saying that Zach Levine is Jordan or DeRozan is Jordan, it's just the the facts you know the um the freaking, the blueprint, you know the the puzzle pieces, whatever to fit in, in into different spots. So we, we got we got to find a point guard because that's our, our bread and butter. Uh, even fast forward to the '94 team when we went to the finals, then uh, we had Derek Harper. You know Derek Harper and and um, Walt Clyde Frazier. They're not the same player because one is a is an all time great, and the other one is a, was a, just like a, um a borderline Hall of Famer. You know, given by his career in Dallas. You know, but he got he got us to the finals there in 1994. Same kind of guy, offensive-minded point guard, um, but with super lockdown defense, you know, stealing and stuff like that. So we got to find a point guard that's gonna do that. Is Deuce McBride that guy? You know, how many years away are we from, from getting to that point with Deuce McBride? Is Deuce McBride that guy Is gonna be that Wolf Frazier character for us? You know, so um outside of that, you got you're gonna need a decent shooter. They started off with Dick Barnett as a, as a shooter, uh, then they graduated to Earl of the Pearl. Shout out to 94. We graduated to John Starks. You know, so we're going to need a flamethrower at shooting guard. It could be Quentin Grimes. It could be Quentin Grimes. It could also be Fournier. Fournier could be that guy. Why not? You know, we're not asking for him to be in, in, like an all-time great. At the time when Earl of Pearl came over, he had he had to take a backseat to Clyde. You know, so he wasn't really scoring as much. You know, same thing with um Dick Barnett. Dick Barnett was a big-time scorer in the NBA uh, when, when he came over to the Knicks. But he, he kind of he was getting older. So he took a back seat so that that could be Fournier at, at the two guard spot you know shout out to um the centers uh Willis Reed and patrick Ewan we need a we need a big center there you know maybe Mitchell Robinson's not that guy we need somebody that, that can that can um actually score that could do both post up you know do a little bit and also play defense on the other side too you know so we need to figure that out as well get an upgraded center you know to give us a little bit of offense and defense um what's what are the parallels for those teams in 94 and, and the championship teams? The small forward position. Check out Bill Bradley, just a shooter. You know, a guy, a guy that's gonna run down and shoot, shoot that ball. Uh, you know, facilitate offense. You know, uh, Bill Bradley, he didn't score a lot, but he did it. He did it did it within the the team play. You know, he he actually led the break a lot. They all did. You know, if you look back at those teams, every single player the Knicks had could run the break in any shade offense. Everybody could shoot on that team as well, you know. So as a small forward, who who could that be? You know, is uh, is it um RJ? You know, RJ can even be can even slide over to to play the Pearl role or the or the Tip Barnett role or the John Stocks role. He could be that that guy, you know. But but the Knicks, um, you know, we we need facilitator somebody at, at the two. Excuse me, at the three point, uh, at the three spot. So maybe that could be Cam Reddish, you know. Maybe it could be Cam Reddish, or maybe we need to continue to go look and see who else we could find to fill in that spot. You know, play defense, being able to run the floor, you know, that type of thing. Uh Fords. if you want to talk about Dave the Butcher, you know, Dave DeBusher or whatever, he was um one of the top 50 basketball players um the first time around. I don't know if he if he made it the second time around. He did pass away though, you know. But um, you know, compare Dick Um uh what's the name? Um DeBusher to Oakley. You know, two different people, but just a rebounder, guy that could shoot the shot. Um uh, when DeBusher was in Detroit, he actually was a 20-point game scorer. You know, he did that a couple times, you know, d- definitely double double magnet. Running the um floor and this type this type of thing, you know, Oakley was was um the the heart and soul of the team. Also, the Busher was the heart and soul of the team, you know. So th- those are two comparisons there, you know. Um, then you know, with with power, that was that's a power forward. So I talk about power forward, center, shooting guard, point guard, right there. That, that's the tradition of the Knicks. So how how close are we to get into that position as far as like mimicking uh, what we did in the past? You know, the tradition. You know, for those that are just coming in, I'm talking about the Chicago Bulls, how the Chicago Bulls. Um, kinda like, sorta, uh, you know, have a, a 2020, 2022 version of their championship years, you know, with DeRozan and Levine, and um, Vucevic. Thank you, Mr. Martin, Vucevic. Um, that's uh, Bill Cartwright. You know, that's Jordan. That's Pippen. Uh, even, even their their power forward stuff. They they still have a couple guys out, out there that, that that can do that thing uh, from the forward spot that that, that they have over there. So they're basically just carrying on tradition. So what can we do to get our Knicks to that to that position? So I, I think I think we're very close to that. And um, you know, I, I think uh when it when it comes down to it, you know, you know, the, the Knicks just the Knicks just have to have to keep um keep pedaling that, that thing, man. You know, uh fans are, are looking for saviors, they're looking to have homegrown talent and they're looking to put guys on pedestals, but they're forgetting all about the whole rest of the team, the other the other five on the court, they forget about the bench and stuff, you know. So we have a long way to go to try to get the right mix together. But um, Tom Thibodeau, you know, he's not innovative a- enough as as, um, as a coach. So uh, the coach that we had uh, in the 70s was Red Holzman. He's the greatest coach that ever coached the Knicks, right? Uh, Pat Riley, one of the greatest coaches of all time, was the guy that, that brought us to the finals in 94. So we're talking about tacticians, you know, uh, guys that are like, um, when you think about the Red Holzman, you think about the Knicks championship time. When you think about Pat Riley, you think about all the winning that he did with the Showtime Lakers and with Miami Heat, you know? So um, you know, we we're going to need a um a coach that's going to take us into that that thing. When Red Holtzman became the coach, uh, the Knicks weren't winning. You know, he was a young coach and then they were able to build around him and get to that point for for us to be a winning franchise. So um, maybe Tom Thibodeau is the guy to get us, you know, um serious, to get us to the point where we're trying to be serious. But maybe um, you know, upgrading Johnny Bryant would be something that that's going to um, bring us into that next Next level, because if I'm not mistaken, Red Holtzman might have been a um uh, assistant coach with the Knicks, or maybe somebody behind the scenes, and then he was elevated to the to the um coach. So um, that's something that that um that we need to look at too. Maybe Johnny Bryan could be the one to be elevated to that head coach um position, and um we we can get these guys together because they're already here together as an assistant, and along with these other guys that are here as we're building. So maybe maybe this is that branch that gets us into that um tradition again. You know, Coach, you know, Coach Kenny Atkinson um it was, that's definitely somebody that, that we should have picked to begin with. Then then it, w- it would have um expedited the, the process a little bit, man, because you know, everything that we want Tom Thibodeau to be, or everything that we expected um Van Gundy or anybody else here to do, Kenny ackerson Kenny Atkinson would have did it. Kenny Atkinson is tough as well. You know, you know what I'm saying? He's in he's in good shape too. He's not an old fat guy, old 60-year-old. He's um, you know, he's like I, I believe Kenny Atkinson is, is in his fifties now, but he's in great shape. Sweating his nuts off on the sideline, you know, trying to will his team back, you know, to, to win games and stuff. He utilizes the, the whole bench, you know, gets the team together as, as like a, a one strong unit. And, um, that's that's what we really need. But, um, you know, right now, let's say Tom Thibodeau is, is one is one guy that's going to get everybody serious to let, um, Julius Randle know what's what's up, let, let uh, RG know what's up, to get those, those, um, emotions, emotions going to get them, you know, to get them on that, that, um, their winning, their winning mentality. It's frustrating now. But, you know, just if they if they hang in there the same way like that we need to hang in there as a fan base. I think that we can we can branch ourselves from the doldrums that we are now into where we need to be. And I think tradition is important, man. So um, I'm waiting for State, man. I don't know what's up with State. I don't know if um if he got caught at work or whatever the hell's going on. Hopefully he's all right. You know, because I haven't heard from him yet. But um, we got, we're going to get into this into this game here. So in the meantime, until State pops up, I'm gonna change the 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 borders here. Just make it regular Die Hard Knicks podcast. When State pops in, um, we, can, we can get busy with that. But uh, let's do let's do the um, the breakdown. I actually did a halftime to crunch time today. It wasn't really halftime. I started in the fourth quarter, so it was really just a crunch time. I, I call that sick. whenever I can't make the whole halftime to crunch. Time, I just call it crunch time in real time. So um, here it is, man. This is the box score for the Knicks, man. So let me just let me take this down too. So it is the by-score of the Knicks. There's not, nothing to see here. There's nothing innovative I'm going to say. This is basically um, what the Knicks have been doing. R.J. Barrett, Barrett right now has elevated himself to, um, to the leader of this team as far as scoring and stuff like that. Uh, Julius Randle, through his frustration, has now downgraded himself to, um, to the second fiddle. But the, the thing about it is that the rebounding is so important. The assist game is so important. Uh, let's talk about turnovers and, and um, whatever. If, if we can get Julius Randle's usage down, you know, it, it it would be so much better, man. Check out one thing here. I want you I want you to see the the the, the facilitating of um RJ Barrett. He is scoring, which is exciting. Nine, you know, nine for twenty two. Yeah, for somebody that's gonna be a scorer like that, they're gonna miss shots like that. You know, you know what I'm saying. At one point, I believe he was like thirty something percent from the field. But as the game progressed, he was able to get that percentage up. You know, three point percentages is, is um is what's gonna kill him because he's hot and cold there. So he was um oh for three from three. So I mean, if he made two of those, you know, that will boost that that, that um you know that field goal percentage is up a little bit. 60% from the foul line. He's got to really fix that. Same thing with Julius. As you can see, Julius is seven for twelve. But um you know the point I'm trying to make here is that Julius Randle um he could just be himself. He needs to rebound. You know he, he needs to concentrate on the on the defense to help uh connect the dots between him and whatever center we have here. It could be Mitch Robinson. Um Jericho Sims again proving himself again that he's still adequate um an adequate option for us at, at um at center. You know so between him and Mitch Robinson, whoever we decide to to keep or if we're going to keep both of them, or we might decide to upgrade or, or, or whatever we decide to do. You know, Julius Randle needs to understand what his job is. That's the most important thing. Even Mitchell Robinson, Mitchell Robertson, these guys need to understand what their role is on the team. You know, so Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson have to be like this. The same way that there's certain guys that I've mentioned, like, say, like, Willis Reed and, and Dave the Butcher. You know, those guys uh, were in sync. They were they were like um, two peas in a pod. They, they were the ones that that clogged the lane and and, and um handled the um, – the, um, all the, the dirty work on the inside, sealing off the paint, you know, uh, double teaming Wilt Chamberlain and that type of thing. So, I mean, in between Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson, they really have to be the ones to uh, to lock in and, and and do their job. You know, let let the, the heavy lifting, the ball handling and stuff like that. Leave it to the guards. Leave it to R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett is good with the ball in his hand. R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle on the pick and roll is amazing. You know, I wish we would go, go to it more. Uh, What's Julius Randle missed a lot of his shots today because he got caught in the pick and roll. And uh, he really didn't know what to do. He hasn't been in that position all year. So that's a testament to just um Tom Thibodeau. Like all year, we must we must have ran through like maybe like like I want to say four different styles of play this this one season, man. You know, so right now we're in a losing streak right now because uh the Knicks are literally um evolving right before our eyes. Uh, you know, RJ Barrett, like I said, is perfect in the role that he's playing now, um, as the lead the lead scorer. Um, Fournier was really good as like second fiddle, third option kind of thing. So um well, you know, Julius Randle, you know, everybody, you know, even States, State they says that Julius Randle is, is a championship third option. That's absolutely the truth, man. I used to argue with him all the time about that. But um, you know, if you if you really look at it, that is the truth. So is, is RJ on um, the championship one option? It's very possible. A lot of the, 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 the um players around the league say like harden today. Harden gave him a nice talk after the game, you know. Um, just so you, you could tell it, it's it's just one of those like pep talks that, that um guys do the passing of, of you know of the guard. You know, changing other guard. Uh, you know, Jordan used to do it, Larry Bird used to do it, Ewing used to do it. The next guy coming up, they make sure to to come up to them and give them words of encouragement or whatever. You know, Jimmy Butler did it to um, to RG the other day, you know, especially in the press conference, because he didn't have to do that. He spoke, you know, he spoke um highly of him just um just to let him know that um you know just to give him encouragement because these these guys, you know, RJ Barrett's only 21. He's gonna be leading this NBA for the next 10 years, next at least eight to ten years. RJ Barrett's going to be, you know, leading the, the next pack, you know, hopefully All Stars and all that other stuff, man. So, you know, um, it, it's a camaraderie in the NBA. These guys, they they're self aware of, of who they are, um, they self aware of uh, how long they have in this league, you know, and then you know they want to give guys um encouragement because to let them know, say, hey, this is your league coming up, you know, you know what I'm saying? I want you to be successful. I want you to get your bread. I want you to to do great things. So that that's 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 amazing, man. Not all players are on it like that, so you know. So shout out to to um to the beard, James Harden was able to give um. You know, show love like that, because like, like I said, not everybody's built like that. You know, I'm I'm gonna talk about um Smith for a second. Jarrad Smith did an interview. I figure out which um, podcast it was. I think it was the podcast with that football player or whatever. They were just talking about money and stuff like that, as far as NBA players and, and being young in the NBA with a lot of money. He was just saying that um you know that he would he, it was nothing for him to to blow sixty thousand dollars in a strip club, but meanwhile that same sixty thousand dollars could have went back to his neighborhood and fed like twenty five thousand people. So it has to do with a the mindset, the, the growing and things like that. Not everybody is of the same mindset. You know, um, you know also, too, a lot, a lot of people, you, you think you know them just by looking at them from the outside. But, um, you know, a lot of people have different personalities or whatever. Julius Randle, I'm thinking that he was a family man. I'm thinking he was just, like, at a different point in his life. Fast forward to this year, you know, see, Julius Randle is, not that, is not, really not that guy. You know, he, um, he, he can't um, handle pressure. You know, the fans got to him this year. The media is getting to him this year. Um, you know, may, maybe even his family life too, man. Cause somebody like that, you know, they, they tend, they tend to have, um, more than one problem going on, uh, you know, in, in their life if, if they react in that way, you know what I'm saying? So everybody's guilty of whatever, man. So nobody, nobody is, is um, without, without that type of thing. Yeah, man. But it's interesting, man. You know, we, we just had to figure out what's going to be that ex that next, that next piece. What, 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 do, where, in which direction do we need to go? Uh, as far as this game here, uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, plenty of times Cam Reddish was playing well. You know, not necessarily scoring and all this. If you look at the screen there at the bottom there, 16 minutes uh, tonight for Cam Reddish. Um, he was three for six. You know, he missed his three-pointers. So, I mean, if he, if he made a three-pointer, then he would be, he would have been four for six. You know, so he actually was playing pretty good uh, shooting the ball tonight. Uh, rebounding, he had three rebounds. Uh, I see two assists there. He got a steal. You know, he had a block. Uh, only two turnovers you know, uh, in six points. So, I mean, I mean, the the dude was playing well, forget the plus or minus. I'm not a good big fan of the plus or minus thing, but I mean, you know, this guy, you know, who is he, who are we looking at? Are we looking at a guy that that's going to be a starter or is this somebody that we're going to have a fixture, you know, coming off the bench. Cause, uh, you know, shout out to Anthony Bonner in 1994. I believe he was in 1994, uh, whoever else, like, uh, like say like a Hubert Davis, or whoever you could think that came off the bench for the Knicks at the time when we went to 94, uh, take a look at um, some of the guys uh, from the 70s. You know, um, I can't think of the names um, at, at this time. But, um, you know, they, they had uh, a couple guys that came off the bench. For anybody here that, that remembers, they had, they had um, a super sub coming off the bench. That could say, I, I want to say, is it Cassie Russell, you know, if I'm not mistaken, for the Knicks? Uh, score coming off the bench. Maybe Cam Reddish could be that guy. You know, take a back seat for, for whoever we have starting just to give us that um, that bench boost. You know, so it's very possible we could, he could possibly be that guy for us. You know, um, we, d- we just have to figure it out. You know, we just d- definitely just have to figure it out. Uh, down the line here, Obi Toppin, is Obi Toppin the guy that we need? Is Obi Toppin going to be like the Phil Jackson type? You know, is, is he going to be the Anthony Mason? You know, d- do we have an Anthony Mason on his team? You know, do, do we have anybody of, of that caliber coming off the bench that, that could give us the boost um, at the power forward spot or power forward slash center spot? No, I don't think we have that guy. You know, uh, this guy uh, Jericho Sims. You know, he he possibly could be that, but I can't see Jericho Sims playing power forward and, and just giving us that that type of um, you know, boost. Obi Toppin could totally do that though. You know, Obi Toppin needs to get stronger. He needs to develop that jump shot if he's going to continue to shoot it. You know, he's going to have to develop his post game. There's so much thing that he's developed, at, at advanced age, because he's like 23, man. You know, so he—he—if—if if the Knicks are gonna um, keep him on this roster, and whatever, he's definitely gonna have to elevate his game to get get to that that point. You can't. One, one thing about these young guys they, they get pissed off because they're not getting an opportunity. You know, or if they do get an opportunity, they—they they make it seem like it's more than it is. You know, shout out to to the dunk contest. Yes, he won the dunk contest, but I mean those dunks—they were like like kind of like mediocre dunks. I seen I seen him do dunks close to that in games you know like you know i've seen him do more spectacular things in games or the layup line you know i've seen him do things in the layup line that was better than some of the stuff that, that he did in the dunk contest but the thing is you know after the fact he's talking about oh man just to have my name with the greats and stuff like that but i mean are, are, were are you really satisfied with your with your um with your performance that that night man you you didn't really do anything that was so out of, out of this world you just happened to win the dunk contest you know what I'm saying? So the point I'm trying to make with that is that, like, if you want to be great, you have to put in the work and you have to show it. You can't um, put it on another person. And say, "Yo, this guy's that give me an opportunity." You know what I'm saying? You you need to you need to show and prove. Yeah, if you feel like you you can do something, then you need to do it. You know, um, you can't you can't um say, okay, oh, I don't I don't need you to do that. I need you to do this. Okay, cool. But just be, if you have an opportunity at the time to do it, then do it. Check out Mitchell Robinson. Remember that time when we played um Charlotte. When uh, Mitchell Robertson was at the top of the can, he did a behind-the-back move. Next thing you know, um, he's Euro-stepping on the inside and laying it up. How come he can't do that on a regular? Because he had—he definitely has opportunities to do that during the game. You know, uh, a lot of time he's standing in the paint and stuff. But once he receives the ball, he can easily get it, bounce it, spin, and, and turn and do something. You know, he can he can easily put the ball through his legs, cross over, and, and do his little Euro-step and stuff like that. He still has the ability to do that on the court. But my thing is, is that, listen, oh, he won't let me do it or this or any other. Oh, yo. Um, and then he says on social media, you know, he gets on social media and says, oh, I'm just out there doing cardio and stuff like that. That's you. You know, that, that's why I'm not an advocate of keeping a uh, guy like that or even keeping a guy like Obi because these guys are all talking to each other in the locker room. So they got the same, you know, crab in a barrel type mentality, you know. You know, um, you know, I, th- I don't think R.J. Barrett is a part of that. You know, uh, Emmanuel quickly, I believe he's on a, a different level, too, you know, even though he needs to get himself together. But you know, Emmanuel quickly is not on that level as far as that. Um, I don't think Deuce McBride is like that either. But at the same time, you know, when these guys get opportunities, they have to go crazy. You know, I know, like I said, I know Tom Thibodeau wants them to do a certain thing. But listen, man, basketball is basketball. If, if if um if you do if you do something and it works, you know, that's it. You know, you get you get back and then you get back into what Tom Thibodeau wants you to do. But if the opportunity presents itself to do something outside of it, to show your talent, then you need to do it. You need to take take that initiative and do it for, do it for um. You know, not only for yourself, but just for your for your teammates as well, because your teammates know what you can do. Even even the league around you, the league around knows what um quickly can do. These guys um all um practice with each other. They, these guys all came up with each other during during the um you know the the summer tournaments. The the what do you call it, the um whatever whatever they fuck they call it, shit. You know, I got I got like a like a bad memory. The the the, the summer tournaments they do when when they when they're kids and stuff. I'm quite sure somebody will correct me in, in the in the comments or whatever. But you know, they, these guys know each other since they were like eight, nine, ten. So they know what they can do. You know, so if, if guys want want to be successful in the league, they just gotta take it. You know, you cannot rely on somebody else to 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 dictate um what your career is gonna be or how good you're gonna be. That goes for anybody in life, anybody that's listening to this. If if you have a goal to do something, you can't let another person tell you how far you can go. You know, you you have to take the bull by the horns and 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 accept responsibility for your life, and uh and make it happen for yourself. However, that 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 may be, you know. Aau, thank you, um, Big Mike and um Frederick. Yeah, so that's a big thing with these these teenagers, man. You know, they all grew up together playing Aau super teams. And um, in my era, you know, when I was coming up, I had um Elton Brand, you know, Ron Artest, you know, uh, Lamar Odom. All these guys were on the same Aau team. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I know that for a fact because I used to see them. Uh, this guy, Felipe Lopez, and all these guys. You know, some of the point guards I can't remember at, at the moment. But they, they, were, they were like all star teams, just traveling. Uh, Rod Strickland, when he was a kid too. I kind of missed that era, you know. But but I remember being a kid and um, him coming up in the, in, the, um, in the 80s and stuff like that. You know, Mark Jackson. I used to hear about Mark Jackson. You know, so um, you know it, it is what it is, man. These these guys. If you want to be great, you gotta you gotta prove it. You gotta prove it night in and night out. You know, so um, right now on paper, I'm just I'm just looking at the roster. Here. So I'm, I'm just kind of just talking, um, uh, you know, RJ Barrett's a good player. Julius Randle's a good player. Mitchell Robinson's a good player. Alec Burks, for all the flack that he's getting, um, playing point guard, he's not a point guard. You know, he's ne- he's never really played point guard like that in his career. Maybe coming off the bench, playing po- point guard roles, but um, you know, Alex Burks is. Let's let's take a look at Alec Burks since we're talking about him. Just to take a look at his career, I'm just gonna click his his um numbers here on um on NBA.com. This year he's averaging 10.9, four rebounds, two assists. You know, that that's this year as a Knicks. So everybody keeps uh, cracking on him about his career and stuff, about how he plays with the Knicks, I should say. His Knicks career. But let's take a little a little peek at, at his um at his prior career for other teams and stuff like that. A lot of people visually remember him on Utah, you know, but he's been on a few teams in the NBA. Uh let me see here. So I mean this is his full this is is this his stats here? This is his advanced stats. Uh let me get this together here. So the splits, scoring splits, uses splits, all the fucking bullshit splits. Let's um what's going on here? Alright, traditional splits. Okay, check it out. Where's the where's the points per game? Uh blah, 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 blah. points per game here. Uh, last year, he averaged 10, Actually, averaged 12. year before that, he wasn't on his team. He averaged 15. He was with Philly and Golden State. Uh, in Golden State, he was actually averaging 16 in Golden State um, in the 2019 2020 season. Uh, he went to Philly, averaged 12. Uh, what, what else? Um, he averaged one point in Sacramento because of trade in um, 13 games or whatever. Uh, in Cleveland, he averaged 11. You know, so you can just go down the line. Uh, in 2015, he averaged 13. 2014, uh, 15, he averaged 13. Uh, what else? Uh 2013, 14, the average 14. So I mean the the point I'm trying to make here is that this guy has has scored in this league before. You know, he he has a, a long career of uh, of scoring. He's not really that the great of, of a scorer. You know, he's an off the bench guy, 40% shooter for the most of his career. Uh rebounding and, and assists is about four and, and, and two, you know, some years three. So he was never um, you know, expected to be a point guard in, in his career. But it just so happens that Tom Temple was just misusing him, period. You know, Alex Brooks is not a bad player. You know, he's a Swiss Army Knife. He's a guy that that um that will, will do his role and stuff. You know, so, you know, the point I'm trying to make is that is that, um you know, Fournier is going to be a good player. Fournier uh, proved the last five years, 17-3-3. 17-3 and three and three. Three rebounds and three assists for five years straight. You know, so he's a good player, too. Uh, Jericho Sims, as we can see, he's a good player. Um Today he had um uh, 10 rebounds. Uh, two assists, one steal, one block. You know, I felt like he commanded the paint. He played really good defense out there. He played played defense on the perimeter. You know, he was able to to um to body up on the paint a lot. You know, um, they were attacking him, too. He wasn't afraid he didn't back down from Embiid. Um, he, he did foul out, though. Uh, I, to me, I thought he played better than Mitch Robinson. You know, Mitch Robinson, is, um, he complains too much, but Jericho Sims kind of keeps everything, you know, tight to the hip. He doesn't show any emotion and stuff like that. So I kind of appreciate the way that he plays. He sets solid picks. You know, he's just a real strong, tough guy out there, I man. So he's a good player. You know, Amanda Quickly is also a good player, man. Tonight he had 21, uh, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. You know, I, I don't know about, um, you know, uh, dictating offense and stuff like that. But, um, you know, you know, guy, if guys can play, they can play. You know, just looking at these stats, that shows that this guy can play. He, he's, uh, and we can we can utilize his skills as a basketball player. I'll uh, be topping as well. A lot of people have a lot of um, expectations of him. They think that if if he was starting, that he would play a lot more. You know they 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 like to shit on Julius Randle in order to push push up Obi, you know. So um you know Obi Toppin is a good player outside of all of that drama. Obi Toppin is a good player. Cam Reddish is a good player. So listen, I, this the, all these guys here. This is this is a good rotation. I, I I just mentioned one two three four five six seven eight nine 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 players. That nice nine man rotation. On top of that, Nolan's Noel is still on the bench. Taj is still on the bench. Uh, Mousy Brey is on the bench, and Quentin Grimes is still there. You know, so the Knicks actually have a really decent team. I'm talking about at least mediocre. You know, what's the Knicks record at the at this um at this point in time? You know, the, the Knicks record, let me see if I can get the um the standings here. It's the NBA standings. You know, the, the Knicks, the Knicks record should not be the way that it is right now. Uh, this is the Eastern Conference standings. The Knicks are actually 12th, they're 25 and 36. Yo, man, I, I want I want to say at least 10 games the Knicks blew this year. So right off the bat, the Knicks should be right here where Toronto is, at least. You know the, the Knicks should be in the seventh spot right now with, with Boston. You know on paper, Boston's not better than us. You know they might be after that trade when, when they got um that white dude, um the kid Dirk White from the from the Spurs. You know they might be a little bit better better than us now maybe. You know Toronto might be. You know I don't know, but I mean on paper, the the from the plays that I just mentioned, we're right around here. We're right around the sixth and seventh. That's where we should be. You know we, we are where we are now because of all the stuff that's going on with Tom Thibodeau. And, you know, just the, the overall frustration that's, that's pouring out on the court um, because we're just not organized. We're not organized. There's no leadership. You know, guys are not taking initiative for their own career, that everybody's complaining, you know, uh, everybody's feeding into what the fans are saying. It's a catastrophe, you know. But, you know, you know, quiet is kept. The Knicks should be right here with Boston. We should be between Boston and Toronto and playing. You know, we're, we're definitely better than, than, than these teams. Brooklyn should be better, too. You know, Charlotte should be where they are. Atlanta Hawks should be where they are. But the Knicks are definitely better than, than these guys that we see here, you know. So, you know, it, it is what it is, man. But you know, how many how many times are we gonna um, complain about it? How many times are we gonna fight about it? You know, how many times are we gonna get into meaningless arguments and um, you know, want to want to invite people to the to the genitals and stuff like that based off um off ticks, you know? It's just it's, it's crazy. You know, let me just um say what's up to to the chat here. Once again, this was supposed to be a um, diehard State of Mind podcast. State was supposed to be here, but um, you know, State something's going on with State. I don't know what's up. State didn't hit me up yet, so like, like I said, hopefully, hopefully he's doing good. Hopefully he's doing all right. Sometimes I worry about the kid. You know, you know, uh, you know. Anyway, sometimes I worry about the kid. I hope he's all right. But um, let's take a look at what you guys are saying. All right, he said he's um sorry he's coming now. Okay, so State State will be here in a second. So th- this is the E-Rule half of the podcast, y'all. So when State comes in, State will will come in. And he's definitely gonna have his opinion about something. So we'll, we'll we'll see if he can connect the dots to some of the stuff that he's saying. Shout out to to um Evergreen, peace, my brother. Uh yeah, basically just just um mimicking what what I'm what I'm saying here. Johnny Bryan, um will finish out the year. It would be nice for it to get him there now. You know, as interim coach and stuff, because that's exactly what happened. Um, last year with um Indiana, me and State were talking about the uh, that the other day. You know, um, you know, the, the, their coach they fired him and then they was able to get um my my guy there, which I can't get his name was guy I must have like all timers or something like that. But um, you know, they have that coach now. Now he's that he's their main coach now. You know, so you know, but right now they they kind of took a step back as well. They got to get their stuff together too. But we, we, this is not the Atlanta Hawks podcast. It's the Knicks podcast. So I mean, I feel like you know, if you got Johnny Bryan here, we can kind of like lay the the um the foundation for what we want to do next year. Get guys organized, let the guys know that um you know give them a little bit of confidence so they can have something to, to build on entering the off season and stuff like that, and and entering next year to know that that they're gonna have a role on this team. You know, let me just say what's up to you guys. So you got Billy the go here. We got um Edward Spears. I just said what's up to you. We got um Ed Santana. Sherwin is here. What's good, man? Good evening. Ge is good evening. I guess. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, state just popped in. He just popped on his computer. Uh, just rolling through here. let again, get big Mike shout out for the um for the for the alleyoop there with the A.U. stuff. Uh, what else we got here? Yep, these are our guys here. Yeah, shout out to my to my older fans. Uh, it goes uh, Marvin. Um uh, I mentioned Miss Robinson on Sim Show. <laughs> Thank you, man. So I mean, people. I don't get it. They get so mad. They get mad at me, too, man. Everybody says pay the kid, pay pay the man, pay the man. I'm gonna go with pay the guy. But listen, we have a roster build, man. We have, we have to draw a line in the sand of where we want to be as a franchise. No, hopefully, you know, hopefully I, you know I see myself kind of like skipping around here. That's NBA.com, I think. NBA.com is very problematic with their um with their website. I'm just start clicking around. It's it us messing up with with the with the. Street. They be hating. Get the next thing here. Yeah, man. Uh, my man Sherman is bringing up uh, the '80s there with Truman High School. Yeah, I could I could get the names there. I know. I know. I have a lot of older, um, older listeners. You know, so you guys are really good with the with the history and stuff. So um, I'm trying to get this thing going here. I, I see a lot of a lot of blinking and stuff. So I might have to get rid of this. I might have to get rid of the thing on the side there. Hopefully the the stream stabilizes, but uh you know Truman High School, uh we're talking about Stevens, uh Stevens said yep with Clinton, you know best basketball schools in the state, all from the Bri um, the Bronx. You want to talk about uh Jamal Mashburn and all those guys too. You want to talk about um Sweet Pea, Sweet Pea and all these different names that, that that I can mention um during the um during that era. There's a lot of good basketball players during that era, you know. So these guys um, they playing with each other. Um P. E. had um Sweet Pea, excuse me. He had a lot of problems with drugs and stuff. And he eventually made it to the same San Antonio or Spurs. But um you know, later, but all those players that he played with in high school in, in New York and stuff, all those guys were in the NBA already. So they were all familiar with each other and stuff, man. So it is what it is. Yeah, um, once again, uh State is apologizing He's coming late. Yeah, man. Hopefully State comes in because he could maybe he could hold down the um the fort, you know, while while I get this damn stream together. Cause I, I hope I hope I'm not getting um too choppy. Yeah, the weather might be affecting it. Because I think we got like a, a big storm coming over here on the East Coast. Yeah, man. So hopefully hopefully the, the audio is not too crazy. Uh, it says my mic is making noise. All right. I have to take this out. All right. I think the mic was messing up earlier, too. All right. So hopefully everything stabilizes itself. Yeah, man. So I mean, State is here. So I'm going to blow him up. Hopefully he's not talking to himself here. They go state there. You can see the chair. He's still just waiting for him to get back to his seat. So, whenever state is ready, we'll bring state up in here. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, always Link, Lincoln High School in um in Brooklyn. They've always had um had good ball players. The Marbury family, you know, um also too the the other family too. Um his cousin, uh you know the uh, what's the name um, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Thomas, I believe his name is, you know, the brother of um of the other kid <laughs> that I can't remember at the moment. Shit is crazy, man. Yeah, it just got clear. What what happened was it's the NBA.com. For those that want to do your own streams and stuff like that, NBA.com is very problematic, man. You, you start clicking stuff around there, and then, you know, I, I think they must send stuff uh, to your computer to fuck your shit up, man. Yeah, weather problem. I, I'm just throwing excuses out there. You know, everybody throws excuses for your favorite player. So I'm throwing my my excuses out there for my for my bullshit ass um internet that I got. I'm definitely gonna have to switch the files, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or, may, or maybe just start start going out to um to the studio that I know just so I don't have to deal with this bullshit half the time. And then go give me some air too. Yeah, Lance Stevenson is one. What's the other kid? The other kid that got himself in trouble with the guns and stuff. He was supposed to have been like the next guy, uh, along with um LeBron during the time when they first came out together. Uh, what's the guy's name? Well, it well is Jamel Jamel um Jamel Thomas. That was the guy from um you know they came up with Marbury Jamel Thomas. You know so Jamel Jamel Thomas that that's his brother you know that that's his like half brother. There you go Sebastian Telfair Sebastian Telfair is, is Jamel Thomas's brother Jamel T- I thought I thought he was actually gonna be a really good basketball player. You know he ended up I think he got like a little he got his feet wet in the NBA but never really made a roster or anything like that. You know but it is what it is. Yeah. Once again, I'm I'm sorry about the the noise and the mic and stuff like that. It happens, man. This is this is um a live podcast, you know. So you know, while you're trying to get things together, things kind of just mess up. So I, I hope hopefully that whole speech that I had in the beginning about roster building and, and tradition, I hope that came through the ear, <laughs> the air because that would be fucking annoying. That, that after I made that such beautiful speech, that um you know it gets it gets uh, just you know fucked up because of the, the white noise of the goddamn internet, man. So we'll see what happens with that. What's good, on um, brother BKL? Yeah, here. Besides, um, besides when you hear the um, problems of the Wi-Fi, it's just, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that, man. Like I said, it happens, man. Sometimes you know, like in the, in the beginning, when State, me, and State started doing the podcast, uh, he was getting a lot of feedback on his end, man. So, man, we was we were doing all kind of stuff trying to get, trying to get that noise out. But for whatever reason, you know, things are nice and clear with me and State. So, like I said, State is here. You know, like I said, I'm still waiting for my man to come here. I know I know a lot of you guys are here for state because you don't really give a fuck about me. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just I'm just kidding, man. But um, you know, as far as the Knicks, man, I, I feel like we're so close to, to, to winning that uh that it's not funny. You know, um a lot of a lot of people are talking about Zion, you know, whether or not we can make the move to get Zion. Zion clearly does not want to be in the Pelicans. If if you look at the Pelicans roster, if Zion would just come back and play with that that team, they would be really good. You're talking about um Zion, you're talking about Brandon Ingram, you know. What's the what's the the center that they have there? I keep forgetting his name. Um, uh, Valentinus is there. You know they got um that that they just got from um from the Hornets. You know I forgot his name. Is uh, Javante Green I think. Then they got uh CJ McCollum. So they got a they got a really dope starting five over there. If if um Zion would just come to play, now listen, Zion. You know Zion's supposed to be hurt. You know, so you, you can't tell guys that they're not hurt. If they hurt, they hurt. You know, they you know he had a little procedure. He had another procedure. He might have had a set, setback with the surgery and stuff that he had. You know, so the guy might still be hurt, but if he comes back and plays with this group, you know, he might he might say to himself that yeah, maybe I need to just be quiet and just stay here, and and get my big money from these guys and just leave it alone. But um, you know, maybe maybe there's something working behind the scenes where they they really want Zion. Maybe the NBA wants it too. Maybe the ABA wants Zion and RG together. Because um we we got Cam Reddish, Uh, it makes you wonder why Atlanta would um would trade for Knox and um just for a first round pick a low first round pick for Cam, you know you know because Cam was what was Cam a lottery pick, you know um it's not like Cam wasn't playing well, Cam was still in the rotation playing good, so it's kind of it's kind of weird that they would just give away Cam Reddish like that to the Knicks, you know a rival too a guy that you know we just finished telling um uh you know telling what's the name um Trey Young to go fuck himself you know, throughout the garden. And, and every, every time somebody performs you know, coming from Atlanta or if anybody, you know, any, if there's Knicks fans around or whatever and it's somebody from Atlanta or something like that, well, they're going to say, fuck Terry Young for no reason. You know, that's the energy. And then that team traded Cam Reddish to us, you know, for, for basically no reason. You know, so maybe there was something brewing there, man. That You know, the NBA, you know, they like they like they their narratives. You know, they made the the magic and bird thing happen. You know, uh, all these all these different things you could, that you could think of. You know, they, they they do things to manipulate stuff. The um, you know, the Miami um, you know, with the with the LeBron stuff that was all manipulated, man. Come on, man. Um, the, the LeBron to to the Lakers thing, everything that happened on, on, along with them, the the LeBron James and all the draft picks that went to Cleveland. You know, at at the time, they, they, how many how many first round draft picks did they get? Like number one overall, and then they were able to trade that and, and stuff to get Kevin Love and all these different things. You know, so um, you know, the NBA will, will make something happen if it needs to. So I think that um, Zion, you know, I think that Zion thing might actually be something that might happen for us, man. And if it does happen, you know, then then we need to act accordingly. So my man State is here, so let's throw State here. What's good, State? Yo, what's up, man? I, was, I was, I'm so
1: out of it that I, first of all, I, I just want to apologize to you. I'm so out of it, bro. Like, I've been working that hard.
0: Man, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that, man. You know, I know, I know you're at work, you're doing your shit, whatever, man. A lot, a lot of times, you know me, I'll be at work for 16 hours, and then as soon as I come here, you're like, yo, yo, um, yo Iru, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yep. And meanwhile, people can see my face is like, hey, stay, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, bro. So. <laughs> What's your thoughts today, bro? So when we spoke
1: about last season, and I said to people, I didn't like what transpired last season. Now it's called a Debbie Downer. This, what we're going through right now, is exactly what I wanted to avoid. This was like the worst case scenario for me. What we're going through right now, literally. Um, I'm not happy at all. But my energy is like kind of gone. Because luckily I worked hard today. And... <laughs> Like, what I watched today was like regular stuff. It's like, it's regular to me now. Like, it's regular to me that I'm watching. So I'm not even going to bring up Randall. Because if I do, like, I got repeated videos of him not playing defense. You see the video with Joel Embiid running on a pick and roll. Randall just stone-footed. Don't want to move his feet. He's just not active. He just looks disinterested. He don't look like he want to be a Nick no more. He looks out of it. Is I'm done with him. So um, today, Tom Thibodeau chooses to put Evan Foyer and Alec Burks on James Harden. What are we doing? What are I'm we trying to figure we, it out? What are we, You're you're out of the playoffs. Stop thinking playoffs. This is the first thing. Stop thinking playoffs. Because if you think playoffs. You like one of them other idiot Nick fans that people be comparing to Cowboys fans. Stop being an idiot. Stop being a fucking fool. Y'all got to stop fooling yourselves with this shit, man. I'm arguing with people on, on, on Twitter. I should not have to argue with nobody when I'm looking at the product I'm looking at right now. This is disgusting. This is really bad. I'm so out of it. Yo, yo, Dow, I swear to God, I forgot forgot we was even supposed to talk about Knicks today. That's how bad the Knicks is, bro. And I literally hit him up and just said sorry. The Knicks are bad. I can't... RJ Barrett, 29.4 points per game, 6.2 rebounds per game, 3.2 assists per game, the last five games. I can't even enjoy that shit, bro. I, I, I can't genuinely enjoy it. Because this coach... Doesn't allow me to enjoy it. I'm done with getting all my players, bro. They dribble the basketball, bro. This is bad, bro. You get the fourth seed. You're supposed to look, if you, even if you don't look the same, die hard. You're supposed to at least look better, right? You're supposed to at least look, you know, at least look like you're trying to win games, right? So in the fourth quarter over the next previous six games the entire New York team scored 112 points on 124 field goal percent of field goal attempts that's 29% in the fourth quarter during that same stretch DeMar DeRozan scored 107 points on 60 field goal percents 60 percent field goal percentage on I mean 60 field goal attempts on 70% field goal percentage in the fourth quarter and um DeMar DeRozan outscored our whole team in the fourth quarter. That's, like, really bad. And then people talk about, you know, Derrick Rose. You know, I wish Derrick Rose come back. Derrick Rose is a former MVP who was an MVP 11 years ago who this same coach that's coaching our team now is the reason why his career didn't plateau the way it did because this coach want to keep Derrick Rose in the game where he was up double digits. And it's, he was up double digits and his team is up. And the game is like a two minutes left. A minute left. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You praying on Derrick Rose to come back? Derrick Rose nest said, nah, man. Screw the Knicks, man. I'm getting surgery. Now what? I thought the savior was the $117 million man and the $78 million man. Who James... James Dolan shelled out 200 million for. The Savior shouldn't be a 32, 33-year-old former MVP with bad knees, bro. That's when you know the talent on the team is bad. So either the talent on the team is bad or the coaching is bad. Either way, Tibbs has to be fired this summer. I don't care about the whole... R.J. Barrett had a whole three head coaches in, in three. I don't care about that. Patrick Ewing had four-plus coaches in five years. I don't care about how many coaches R.J. Barrett has. You fire them until you get it right. Fire them. That's it. I don't have to – why well, I got to continue to subject myself to watch Burks in the fourth? Why? We up one. Burks come back in the game and we lose double digits? We lose the game? Really? We down one before Burks come in. That is a fact. I I, I, I don't know no more, bro. I I told fans, I told y'all. I told y'all about that fourth seed. I told y'all, you don't need the fourth seed because you're in the second year of a rebuild. I told y'all. You think Reggie Bullock played great defense and every, every Alfred Payton played great. What? They don't play no defense and no COVID fourth seed? That shit was fake. Erase the last year around your minds. Erase it! It's done. It's over. It's only twenty. It's only twenty games left, bro. Nerlens Noel is still in the hospital bed. Noel is still in the the hospital bed, bro. Yo, this is bad. Nerlens is still in a hospital bed. There was fans who called me names over Nerlens. I feel some type of way about that. Julius Randle gets $117 He cost me a high lottery pick last season. For him to average 17 points and 27% from the field. If you want me to bring RJ, okay, cool. RJ averaged 13 points and and whatever from the field. 25% from the field. But so what? He's 20. RJ's 20. He don't get paid the lead. Stop bringing up last season. <laughs> Fuck. It... So Randall has a fake ass season. Larry Bird numbers. Larry Bird and Ryu punched going to the basket. And Randall gonna put up those numbers there's two K fans in the stands. All right, cool. You cost me a lottery pick. The Knicks traded back. You get Grimes, and now Grimes is hurt. Are you shitting me? What is that? Malpractice. So Grimes is hurt. You had two first-round picks. You don't got no talent. you depended depending on Reggie Bullock and Alfred Payton for a playoff seed. You get smoked in the first round from the Hulk, and you sign Evan Fournier, Leon Rose got to talk to the people. He, talk. he got to talk. He has to talk. He has to. You don't give me Evan Fournier, bro. You're taking your rebuild team. You're not beating Milwaukee. You're not beating Philly. You're not. You're not beating none of those guys. Stop lying. You have fans tagging me in Alec Burke's post. They ain't tagged me in three months, bro. Why did they didn't tag me now? Where's the same energy? Fuck out of here. People arguing with me and God. Fuck out of here. You shitting me? That should be listening to us. Stop worrying about those company men who give those. You, you want to give an optimistic thing. You're a company man. I'm not going to shit y'all. <laughs> not for God. You're right, Jack Gregory. Not for God. That's bad. It's after All-Star break. Remember what I told you about more Harkless and Alfred Payton playing in 2020? You played those two. It's a stoppage. You get the eighth overall pick and you draft Julius Randle back up. But only for this time. See, this is why I like the NBA gods. They're making Tibbs lose. Keep making them lose. We don't deserve to be winning. Why? Why? Why do we deserve to win? Why? Do, no, not even we, dog. I'm going to excuse us from this. Why do Tibbs deserve to win games? For what? For what? Fuck Tibbs. 64, three-year-old. He's 64. He don't know shit about basketball. He spent a year with Steve Kerr. He don't know what to do with the Knicks. <laughs> he spent a year with them. Uh, I'm getting water. Yo, go ahead. Yo, yo go ahead. Yo. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was I was dying off the whole uh, four months. <laughs> that shit is a fact. I'm getting I'm getting added to it with people that I haven't seen on my timeline in like four months, and and saying, "Oh, remember you said this, man? Fuck you, dude." You know why we got why we got a little break here. State is gonna um is gonna walk it off. He's probably gonna change his, his um his uniform. I think he might have shit his pants. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard or heard something squeeze out you know, during his rant just now, but, uh, get your almighty four C hoodies, $70 a piece. You gotta, um, you know, send, um, uh, state the cash app. You know, I don't have his, ca- I should have his cash up there, man. But I mean, just go to state on, um, on, on Twitter. You can see the Twitter there right there. State NYK pod, hit him in the DM and, um, he'll give you the information and he'll, and you guys just work it out. Uh, he'll, he said he's going to deliver it. So so if you, you can see right on the screen that he'll see, don't worry about shipping. He'll ship it out to you. He'll drive it out to you. He'll he'll figure out a way to get it to you. So um, put in your orders. As you can see, it's good stuff. Uh, if you follow state, you know state has has like a certain uh, way of dressing. I mentioned it early in the podcast. He has he actually has a, a guy that makes some shirts and shit like that, hoodies and whatever. So I mean, the shirts, the stuff is pretty good. You know, so it's gonna be quality stuff. So you, you'll get you'll get it, and i um, just support, man. You know, support a guy that's that's yelling and screaming right now in, in freaking hospital scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> right next to a stretcher, there's probably people behind him that need a uh, medical assistance. That they're, they're trying to sleep and he's there yelling and screaming and shit. So you know, that's what it is. But you know, if I, if I can say, wait a minute, I'm, uh, I'm gonna pop this off real quick, and I'm um, I'm going to just I'm just gonna post this just to to chase things. You just yeah, I'm the other one is carrying on, <laughs> but State, you know, stay, you know, got to get his bars off.
1: Yeah,
0: man. I'm just, I'm just gonna share another thing from Twitter. This is a post that I was on a little earlier, so um, I just want to shout this young lady out. You know, she has a Twitter name Cookie, Chill Cookie Twenty Five. I'm quite sure a lot of you guys follow her. You know, she's on Twitter, but you, you can see what she says here. Whenever it pops up, it says um, she didn't watch the game today. And then if you, if you scroll down, you see it was just like the last four games. <laughs> it's nothing, You you didn't miss nothing. So you know, I'm going through all that, you know, just to say that, that you, know, you know everything stays the same. Um, you know, literally the last four games, games, you know, it's been the same exact thing. You know, so you know it is. What it is. Season is over. Season is over. State. There's nothing that we can do about it. Like we, we we can say, oh, we need to do this, we can we need to do that. Why is he doing that? It's gonna continue to happen. I, I I bet you who do we play next, man? Who do we who do we play next? I think we play Philly again. And then we play Phoenix.
1: And then we play the Clippers. And then we play Sacramento. I'm done. I'm done, bro. I don't I So I mean know, the
0: bleeding, we're gonna bleed out.
1: Yo, yo, bro, like like it's really fans like defending tibbs like you giving me stats from his minnesota years like of another rebuild he destroyed because he destroyed zach levine's acl and trades him for jimmy butler only for jimmy butler to leave a year later i don't like this man he needs to be fired bro tibbs will be fired before next weekend that's my hot take he's gonna lose the next four games He's going to lose against Philly. So just if you ever play Call of Duty, when your man gets shot enough, before you die, you get a chance to be on the floor and resurrect yourself. Right now, the Knicks is on the floor right now. We're on the floor, but we're not resurrecting
0: right now. It's over. It's over. Well, you know, Call of Duty, man, if you're shot and you're laying there and you're dragging – and you can see you can see the enemy coming towards you, right? Oh, so, it's, yeah. So instead of dealing with that, you just you just self destruct. You blow yourself up. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's what we're doing right now. The Knicks, the Knicks, literally need to blow their ass, just blow their asses up. Oh you know? god, self destruct. Y'all. y'all watching this game,
1: bro? I'm watching the game, and I'm literally like, I'm bored. I was literally bored of the uh, of the star of five. I I was never bored in 2017 of that starting five. That's wild. So if I'm bored of this team starting five, and I wasn't bored of the 2017 starting five, that's a problem. That's a big problem. On well, top of you- the fact that I, do you? I'm gonna ask you. Mm-hmm. When you see Jericho Sims get 10 rebounds in the first half. Don't it don't 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 it begs you to question yourself. Why the fuck did I have to watch Nerlens Noel and tiles Gibson this year? Well,
0: listen, Jericho Sims already proved it. He like, when, when he when he was playing early in the year, he he proved it already. So I don't understand why he got benched to begin with. So all this stuff about earning minutes and stuff like that, Tom is a fucking liar. He's a liar. You know, guys need to earn it. They keep sending um, Deuce McBride to the G League. And he keeps getting 36 points, 14 rebounds, you know, 15 assists. He's destroying the G League. Why did he keep sending him down there? You know, That's I don't get it. Quentin Grimes was playing good a little earlier in the season, also. And then he got benched, you know, and then, you know, through necessity, he had to play because guys got hurt. It's all, you know, giggles yeah, so- up.
1: Gig is up. All the narratives when it comes to like MSG politics, this season exposed all of that. So, I don't even want to hear about if MSG politics ain't real. It's real. This season exposed it. So, I don't want to hear none of that. Tibbs needs to be fired. That's first and foremost. Tibbs has to be fired. Before, diehard, I said this before, and I'm going to say this again, bro. Before we even think about trading Randall, trading quickly, trading RJ, trading... That man got to be fired ASAP! ASAP! I need to see, before I even trade one of them young boys, I would personally like to see them boys in another offense, bro. I would like to see a lineup with Randall at the 5, Obi at the 4, Reddish at the 3, RJ at the 2, Quickly at the 1. I would like to see that, bro! I'm robbed of that! Because this fucking coach is stupid. He's really stupid, bro. Nobody can You can't give me a good explanation upon why Alec versus is paying over Cam Rich. Nobody can't give me an explanation. You got dumb motherfuckers at me on Twitter talking about. Yo, State, you can need to chill on 10 times 10. Chill for what? <laughs> Did you watch the playoffs? We got, got embarrassed. Exposed.
0: He got exposed. Nick McMillan. I was trying to get his name early. Nick McMillan exposed him.
1: Nasty totally. Nate. I don't even call him Nick McMillan no more. They don't do him justice the way he did to Thibodeau in the playoffs. He violated. That was bad. I, your man talking about Obi Toppin plays no defense. I'm not judging none of them kids no more, man. I'm not. Yo, god Tell you me, Sherwin, I'm not. What defense Alec Burks played all season? We're in a rebuild. If you remove last year from your mind, you would know we're in the second year of our rebuild. We on we on the right path. How many how many games we won the first year when RJ Barron and Randall would got here? 21, right? How many games we won this year? It's 25, right? Oh, we're on a good path. We want more games this I'm year. I'm dismissing the whole almighty 4th seed. Yet.
0: We not, might get 30. You think we might get 30 um games this year? 30 wins? 30. Yeah. Will Tibbs be fired before April? That's the thing, man. You know, if, if Tibbs is fired and John, Johnny O'Brien comes here, we might actually go on a fucking winning streak. I think we
1: will, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on when is Tibbs fired. Is he fired before April? Is he fired... I need him fired. Once he gets, once Tibbs gets fired, then I will have a, a better view of, of things. I need Tibbs fired. Then I need to see what the lottery looks like. And then I need to see what, I, I'm done with Randall. I'm ready to trade him. He, he just needs to get traded. Besides that, Randall, them vets, trade them. I, I, I need Tibbs to go, first and foremost.
0: Well, you know what, man. You know, just um, you know, getting on the players like before. Before you came on, I had like forty-five minutes. You left me. You left me high and dry for forty-five oh, no, minutes, was, man. So, I, no, I yeah, was so,
1: I, It was just I. I was so out of it, and I was helping my coworker with some. I, I want to got you. On, so,
0: but you know, the point I'm trying to make is is just that um, you know, I was saying it earlier. Like we actually have a decent roster on on paper, you know, because but it is the coach, you know. Um, Alec Burks should not be a point guard, at all. You know, we got Emmanuel quickly, and we got um, Deuce McBride there. There's no reason that that um, Burke should be should be playing point guard. You know, the decision was made to get Kemba Walker out of there. You know, then why you go back to him, and then why you don't want to take him? Why why you don't want to put him back on the bench? You know, so this this is all the coach. This is all a big mind fuck with the coach. Um, also, too, you know, um, the re- only reason why Derrick Rose is here is because of um, you know the, uh, Tom Thibodeau. We we paid Derrick Rose 14 million dollars for him to um to jerk off for half the year, you know, and then now, now right right with it before he wants to come back. And he's already um warming up at the garden and this that and the other. Now now all of a sudden he has an infection in his foot and he got he's gonna have another surgery. This is bullshit. You know, this is all centered around this guy Tom Thibodeau here, man. So I mean la- last year, you know, we, we had a good season because of because of COVID. It was fun that we hear stuff the fuck trail and all this other stuff. But you know, we, we made a we made a mistake not not um you know fixing the stuff that, that, that was wrong with the roster. We we thought that that we were good enough to um to just add Fournier and, and Kevin Walker and we would be all good. You know, we, we, um, that was a calculated mistake. That's definitely Leon Rose and stuff. But, um, right now, the only thing that's going to stop the bleeding this year is, is some just, just fire, tail, and typical. That's it. You know, because, I mean, you know, Burks, like, like I said, Burks is, um, it's not the best player, but, you know, I, I just showed his stats earlier. He averaged 13, 14, you know, 10, 12, you know, 16 with Golden State, um, before, before he became the Knicks. So, I mean, he, he is a decent <laughs> NBA basketball player. 16
1: on the worst team in basketball. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, but still, you know, he still was on the team. You know, also Curry was still on the team too. You know, too when they were losing. Curry you know, was. You know, hurt. Yeah, he was hurt, but re- regardless of the fact, you know, he was on um, Utah when they was decent. You know, he was on other other teams where they were decent as well. So I mean, you know, to, you know, I don't, I don't want to shit on Burke's career, for for that, you know, for that, but it's just Tom Tip. There's not like not, not there's not one point in Alec Burke's career where he was a starting point guard ever in his life. You know, the
1: one time he was a starting point guard, Golden State won the the least amount of games in the Western Conference. He was on a bro. Yeah. This is... I, I, I don't have no energy, bro. I, I think that rant literally zapped everything out of me, bro. Because I... Like, the shit... The stuff that I watched today is literally the stuff that I watched last week, the week before, the week before that, the week before that. I I won $50 today for my coworker because I bet him today that Yo, after All Star break, Thibodeau's gonna start Alec Burks at point guard. He looked at me. He said, "Nah, yo, Deuce McBrowder, man, you quickly gonna start." I said, "Wait, hold. yo, bro, I'm a real Knicks fan, bro. Matter of fact, give me my money when the when the when, when the when the starting lineups get announced. Little to behold, we get the same starting lineup, dog, that we got.
0: I <laughs> uh, yeah, tell, tell your coworker I got a bridge to sell him. It's called it's called the Brooklyn Bridge. If he wants it, I, I give him a good price.
1: because
0: that, that was a bad bet. You know, we are talking about Tom Thibodeau here, man. I'm you know, uh, listen. I'm... You know, if, if you're gonna go about about um stats and stuff about stuff that happened before, if if you want to be technical, um Tom Thibodeau took over for for Vinny Del Del Negro. So Vinny Del Negro was the one, was the architect of that Chicago Bulls team, you know. And if you want to look at the stats, I want to say it might have been like three years, four years, um, under Tom Thibodeau, you know, when, when they were doing their thing, you know. But like I said, they were winning before him. They were winning before Tom Thibodeau. It's not, it's not like Tom Thibodeau brought them to to winning, you know. They were winning already. He, he he took over a team, you know, and then he he ran them through the ground. Dirk Rose got hurt, and everything else that happened with that franchise, you know, everybody got overpaid. You know, um, my man Marvin could could um could attest to that. Because um, Tom Thibodeau, it took them how many years for, for the Bulls to get um, to fix themselves from from that mess over there, uh, you know, after Tom Thibodeau, and then you know, he went to Minnesota. Obviously. You know, Minnesota he had a, win, a losing year, and then he had a winning year, and then Jimmy Butler came over there and cursed everybody out, and then Tom Thibodeau was fired. So you know, th- there is there was a, 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 a one person that you can go back to through all these different um, scenarios, and it's this a- motherfucker Tom Thibodeau, bro.
1: And can let let me let me kill this narrative now. I hate this narrative, right? And I'm so glad that we on live and I'm so glad that I caught this narrative, this stupid ass narrative just now on my phone. I hate when people say, well, if the Knicks pick better, if you pick Bane, Max, even though i said, why would you pick Obi Toppin when you had Cole Anthony on the board? It's cool, but let's switch it around now, right? Even if you say the Knicks draft, Bane, Maxie, Halliburton, Vassell, Herb Jones, Cole, Anthony, Mikael Bridges, SGA, so far. So none of them will be good on the Knicks. None of them. Desmond Bain will get minutes on the Knicks past two years, or you going to sit there and lie to yourself in the mirror. Tyrese Maxi will start on the Knicks. I cut one of my nuts off, and I tell you no. Jesus. I tell you no. I, Halliburton will play on the Knicks. Would Tyrese Halliburton played on the Knicks if he would if we would have drafted. Him. No! You would have came off the bench for for, for Aaron, um for Alpha Payton. We know this, bro. We know. why do people do that to themselves?
0: I, I don't know, but I, why I, why would you cut your nuts off though, man? But, I mean, I,
1: I because people say stuff like, Yo, what if we drafted this guy over this guy? Cole Anthony would have never started over here. Desmond Bain would have never got no minutes over here. Herb Jones, no. Colin no. Max, no. You know why R.J. Barrett gets the minutes that he get? He's the third overall pick, and it's called optics. You don't bench a third overall pick. That looks dumb as hell. You know why Mitchell Robinson get minutes? Because look who the motherfuckers that's playing center. Anus Cannon. Ennis. Erland's Noel.
0: Ennis, hmm. though. Ennis. Ennis Cantor.
1: Yeah. Amos I call him Ennis. You know. It, come on now. Yeah. Like, y'all dudes, man. That's why people with these narratives, like, they kill me. Like, people will give you a rebuttal, like, well, if the Knicks would have drafted Donovan Mitchell over Frank Nelikana, how? <laughs> He's not playing. Over Wayne Ellington, you fucking clown. And you know that.
0: Man.
1: Man, I... Yo, man, this fucking team, man. I'm almost at my limit, man. I don't, man. This, fuck, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I was going to do overtime tonight. But after getting on this pod with you, I'm very annoyed. So I'm going to the trap tonight. I'm definitely, and I'm going to chill with my bro, and we are going to talk for like two hours. I'm not going straight home tonight. I'm, a, I'm dead serious. I'm dead. I can't go, I can't go stay home tonight. That, 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 that I'm done, man. I, I I don't got nothing, dead ass. I, I don't got nothing else for the night, bro. I'm dead ass, bro. I don't want no calls. This team is as ass dirt shit, bro. Piss ass dirt shit. I'm listening sure. to you rant for the first 30 minutes, bro. I, I, soon, brother, soon. But I'm listening to you rant for 20, 30 minutes, bro. I, I hate this team, bro, sometimes, man. Why y'all do that to us, man? Why you get me to watch the Knicks for 21 years? You still don't got a fucking point guard. Yeah, that So, but, state Donovan was snatching Soldier. What? He wasn't starring on the next, bro. What the fuck do you don't get? What do you don't get? He was not playing on the Jeff Hornisack, bro. Stop lying. Yo, talk. Oh,
0: fuck with God, man. So if the feds are watching, you know, I know State said that he was going to the trap tonight, you know, but, um, you know, I'm thinking that maybe, maybe he's going to go. Um, you know, I don't know how to clean that up. Maybe he's, maybe he's he maybe has a, another job moonlighting as as like maybe like a like a rat a rat killer or a pest killer or something like that.
1: These fans is ridiculous, man. They just want to be optimistic, all this bullshit. They want people to just feed them lies like they mother and father and shit. That's what they want. You look good, son, knowing his son, they son damn the fucking ugly as hell. That's what they want us to do, bro. I'm done, bro. I I'm good. Yeah dude listen i like three tiger bombs <laughs> and like two any shots so i'm aggie on this on this on, on this live right now aggie right now at aggie. work you want the tiger bomb right now yeah a tiger bomb right now man god damn that's why i'm so aggravated because this team is duty but what I supposed to do with this team?
0: What <laughs> am I supposed to do with
1: this saying And I'm off the clock. So what, what? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this
0: thing I, I don't know, man. I, I, well, you know, for for positives, right? If you if you want to do that, this game, the Knicks actually was was playing good in the first half. <laughs> they were though. Well, you know, the reason why I'm saying that is because like it just goes back to the the talent on the roster is not that bad. It's it's just the way that we're being coached. It just comes down to that. Because listen, if I, if I was coaching Julius Randle, we, we he would not be running the on the ball like like he has there. If I was coaching this team, uh, Emmanuel quickly right now with, with um with um Kemba not starting, Emmanuel quickly will be will be my starting point guard. You know, if, if it was up to me, Deuce Brown would never look at the G League. he would be the uh, the backup point guard on this team. You know, if it, if it was up to me, you know, I I probably I probably would still keep RJ Barrett as a shooting guard. Uh Fournier would have to be the um, the small forward just because that's the talent that we have, you know. And I I just would I just would run things differently. You know, you you have to permit players so so use them. You know, we, we just don't do that. We have Julius Randle um doing all the ball handling when we got Fournier. there. he he, he can handle the ball and do ball handling. We got uh RJ doing ball handling, and, and we got two point guards that could do ball handling. Why did we have our power forward doing ball handling? It don't make no damn sense. We got, we got one of the, the, um, the best lob threats in the NBA, 70% from the, from, the, um, from the field, but we run no pick and roll for him. You know, we run no pick and roll for him. Um, you know, I, I forgot what team we played. That's how bad that's how bad it is. We played Philly. How many times did Philly just do a simple pick and roll between Harden and um, Embiid? They were, they were just basically practicing on us. You know, and and why can't the Knicks do that? Why can't the Knicks spread the floor and have have whatever ball handle on one side and they have uh, Julius Randle on the other? R.J. and Julius Randle should be all day, and you can't stop it. It should it should be all day the same way Harden and Embiid um, could do it. You know, I just I just don't understand. And and Harden just got there. You know, it's elementary. Like like basketball is not that hard. It's not that hard.
1: I've seen Embiid and Harden run as many pick and rolls on us earlier today in one game more than i've ever seen rj barrett and julius Randle run a pick and roll together on the knicks the past like two three years
0: yo mb when he had ben Simmons, he didn't even run that many pick and rolls as, as he ran today uh, you know how easy that is for, for a guy like that? With Embiid's with skill set, the way that he posts up, the way that he can shoot threes, the way he can face up, he can do it all at, at his size. You know, just, just him getting a simple pick and roll is so easy. It's so easy for a dude like that to to um to score. It's not it's not that hard. It's sad when
1: <laughs> we're talking about Embiid and his prime and people in the chat talking about tank for Johnny Davis. I don't even know who Johnny Davis is. I'm trading the pick, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, that. It, it, who the fuck is
1: about, Johnny Davis, though? For real, bro. You, you talk about tank for Johnny Davis. We just came off the almighty fourth seed. I shouldn't even know who Johnny Davis is, bro.
0: I don't care. I don't want to know who Johnny Davis is until March comes, man. I, 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 I'm I totally wanna, ignoring the, the draft. I don't want to know who he
1: is until after April 15th. I'm good. I don't even want to discuss him. I'm good. I'm good. Because you people, y'all gonna, y'all gonna enjoy this. we gonna enjoy this almighty four C season together. we gonna enjoy this every game, every step of the way. Everybody who called, who, who said names and all of that, let's enjoy it. You know? You know, enjoy Tibbs, the guy who's, you know, coach of the year defending.
0: The best coach in the world. <laughs> Your state, man, with, with this um Jaden Ivy thing with the almighty fourth seed. If the Knicks get the fourth seed, right, and we drive Jaden Ivy, I I just think I I think we need to we we gonna need to throw a fucking party or something or something just to just to anoint you like the yeah, the the freaking um what, what they call Nasodamas of the Knicks or whatever you want to say. We we need to have a freaking parade or like a, a baby shower or whatever the fuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Take you to a strip club. And just everybody just give you twenty dollars to get, get you all the lap dances that you need or whatever. Or well, whatever. I don't know what, what we what we need to do, man. But that almighty fourth seed, I think there's energy in that. And I think we might get that fourth seed. And Janie Avi might be our our our, our dude, man.
1: Yeah, Yo, man. You mean you mean that Almighty Fourth C that good old top three pick. It's already I already said like if it was up to me, like, I'm drafting Jaden Ivey for this Knicks team. I'm drafting Jaden Ivey over Palau. I'm drafting drafting them over all of those guys. Johnny Davis is a famous opera singer. I know. And Johnny Davis will not be on my Knicks because my Knicks don't need to draft another shooting guard slash more forward. We need to draft a guy if he profiles as shooting guard who can play some point guard. And a lot of NBA point guards right now played shooting guard in college. So, get me Jaden and Ivy at all costs. That that that, that that's what I care about. Um, as long as the kids is producing and playing, they got a pulse. That's what I care about, man. Reddish good minutes today. I'm I'm just good with the kids, bro. Because whatever whatever the this other yo the Knicks need to win games. Whatever you think, if you think the Knicks can win games. You don't love the Knicks. You don't love the Knicks. You want us to, and and I mean that loosely, because you don't want us to capitalize on getting a top-five pick and trading it for an established young star already or getting a top-five pick and getting us an established young talent. You really like Alfred Payton, I mean Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, and Julius Randle. That's all I got from that. If you if you want the Knicks to win these games, all right, cool. But you gotta understand, there's 16 number teams in the Eastern Conference. They're not gonna let you win those games. They're fighting for playoff seeding right now. We're fighting to give Cam Reddish more minutes to Alec Burks.
0: Well, sp- speaking of seeding, right? Yeah, you know, I, I just want to talk about um, what, what I'm saying here. The fourth pick and the fourth seed are two different things. Not really. We're talking about the almighty fourth seed, right? Seed. What's what's the seed? You plant seeds, right? So, by, by the almighty fourth seed, you're talking about last year, our seeding that we had. But saying almighty fourth seed, that is planting the seed for us to get the fourth. I would love you to. You feel
1: me? In this year's drive, I wouldn't I would mind it. But the almighty fourth, man, that falls on the all one umbrella, man. That's called rebuilding, understanding when you add in the timeline. That's all almighty fourth seed. Playing out for paying, almighty, almighty fourth seed. Why are you playing out for paying over Frank Nellor when you know you don't got no fucking talent?
0: all yeah, oh my affirmation! <laughs> affirmation Jay is there, man. Oh
1: yo. The next person that tell me Jaden Ivey not a point guard, man, I'm gonna tell him RJ Barrett not a power forward.
0: Yeah, man. Listen, it, 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 you you gotta get the talent. That's it. You gotta get the talent. Once you get the talent here, then you can make moves. We we got Evan Fournier. We got different guys that we can move. We could trade for a point guard at that point. We if if we was to if we was to draft Jaden Ivey, you stick Jaden Ivey at the at the two guard spot. Okay, then then you see what it, what you could do to make a trade. Maybe some of these guys are ready. Maybe um you know one of our young guys might be ready. But you know you utilize Fournier because now you can't use him. Use Fournier to, to trade for somebody to get us a point guard here. That's it. What what's the
1: point of putting Ivy at the two? Now I see God said um Ivy don't have the handle to you know do it. Does RJ Barrett have the handle to have the offense run through him? Yes or no? Because I've but seen they, a lot of it today.
0: Well, also they, too, if you want if you want the offense to run through RJ, then you don't need a point guard that's going to be ball dominant like that. And how many point guards are out there ball dominant in that way? You know, we we can, we can still get a we we just need a point guard that's that's able to break down the dribble. That's it. Somebody you know, with a
1: pulse. <laughs> that's, but I want I want Ivy from this draft because I want a guard with some pop. I need a point guard with some pulse. That's all I'm asking. Just give me a pause. Just let me know you're alive. You're awake at least. Damn. Oh my God. Yo, the y'all done drank all my energy, bro. I, I'm good, man. I'm I'm fuck this scene, bro. I'm good. I'm good, down. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Bro. You might as well put up the put up this the list, the stitcher. Or, I'm good, bro. I'm good. We get back on it tomorrow. I want you to go to your family. I want you to go spend time with your kids your beautiful wife. I want you to spend time, eat some good food. Because, bro, we shouldn't be up at 11 o'clock talking about this bum-ass team, bro. They don't deserve yeah. my energy. Stitcher, iHeart, Amazon, Apple, Play, F, Spotify, Google. They don't deserve our energy, bro.
0: They don't. Well, that's the thing too, man. The the energy, the energy is ours. You know, th- this is this is our team. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they, they, I, I'm not giving them our energy. You know, we are the energy. You know, so you know, the team is bad that, and the other. They, they need to get it together. But they they're not they're not gonna break our spirits. You know, we we're not Knicks fans for all these years, going through the Isaiah years and going through the Lading years and all that stuff, getting to this point. All the bad stuff that we've been through as a fan base, we we're not gonna let these guys. You know, uh, break our spirits and t- and and um and take our joy from us. You feel me?
1: Yeah, man. I'm not like I'm not. I love being a Knicks fan. Like I like the last seven. Like people talk about, like we haven't made the playoffs in like seven, seven, eight years. I understand the reason why we don't. We didn't make the playoffs in the last seven, eight years. So it doesn't bother me. Like I understand. You get what I'm saying? Like the team was really bad. We had no first round pick. We barely had first round picks like that. So. Phil Jackson set us up for success in the future, but he had to be fired. You can't break the timeline. And it's like, you know, whatever, man. Flip Mitch for Brunson. I'm not giving Brunson 20 million, bro. I'm drafting Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey on a rookie scale deal is better than Jalen
0: Brunson. Well, listen, if we get Jaden Ivey, then um, then if, if we trade Mitchell Robertson for Brunson, then it'll be Brunson and Jaden Ivey backcourt.
1: I don't like that backcourt. At all, at mid, very mid. Why say that? Not dynamic. Why say that though? It's not dynamic. It's it's. I don't want Ivy off ball. I want him on ball. I want RJ on ball. Brunson and Ivy. Somebody got to get pushed off ball. Ivy's gonna get pushed off ball. I don't really trust Ivy three point shooting like that because he's a rookie. But I trust his playmaking before I trust his shooting. It depends because some rookies be coming in and they be firing on all the cylinders. But, I mean, if you want to get Ivy and you want to get Jalen Brunson, all right, cool. But who's the star and center? Because you can't give me – you cannot give me um, Jericho Sims as a star and center next season. It's not realistic to me. Even if somebody want to say that, it's not realistic.
0: But but why not though? Because I mean, we, we get we get Jalen Brunson, which locks down the point guard spot. Um, Jaden Jaden Ivy, I think Jaden Ivy is going to be special. I think when when he comes in, he's I think he's going to come in and he's going to do it. I you know, it, it's the thing: if if I say what I'm going to say, people are going to are, are going to want to fuck me uh, tomorrow because of my my takes or whatever. But I mean, I think Jaden Ivy could could be a twenty point a game score almost right away when he comes to this league. For for me, he has like an energy to him. He has like a like a a dangerous swagger to him. So I think the confidence of him. I think that he might be on the, you know, he'll, I think he'll get there pretty quickly. So between him and Brunson in the backcourt, you know, RJ at, at the at the three pseudo three, uh, Julius Randle will still be here. Maybe maybe he gets traded. Maybe Julius Randle gets traded uh, to the Pelicans. Maybe we we can get Zion. Who knows? A lot, a lot of things can happen, man. But this player movement, you 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 can make things happen. Um, you know, in via trades and stuff. You know, so
1: I mean, listen, man. I'm open to it. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say no. Right? Like I'm not no, but I'm open to it. It's just not a conversation I, I don't wanna have right now. Like comfortably. Like I wanna I want the season to end for more news to come out and then we could comfortably we could really have that conversation. But as for like right now, Mitch for Brunson, I'm good. Because if I get Jaden Ivy, I'm not looking at Brunson. Brunson wants 20 million. I think having a young guard on a four-year rookie scale deal, knowing that the cap is going up, going up to 170 million in 2025, knowing that I wouldn't have to pay that said person until 2025, 2026, I think it would be better for the team to just have Jaden Ivey on a rookie scale deal. That's me. But if you have Brunson, all right, it, it, it's cute, it's cool, but he's like a. I don't, I'm tired of getting the Plan B guard. Like I, I don't want. He's mid. Like he's he's cool. Like I'm not mad at him. He's mid. Like give me somebody spectacular. Ivy, give me that. Bop. I I I, yeah, but,
0: I. But I don't I, I don't think you know I don't think he that he's a point guard though. People said Halliburton wasn't a point guard. Like, <laughs> it's I thought like, I thought you know, I was wrong though, but I thought Halliburton was was trash. But I didn't see him play for for the USA team. If I would have seen the highlights of him playing for the USA team, I would have had a totally different take. You know what I'm saying? What is this with this guy here? So, somebody wants to rape little boys. (laughs) You know what? I think think somebody else wants to to s my D here. So, let's put this user on timeout here. There you go. I'm just (laughs) going to put you on timeout. I'm not going to block you. You know, it is what it is, man. I don't know
1: what that is. I I guess that's time for us to go. Yeah, it
0: might be time for us to go.
1: (laughs) Uh, But, um, yo, pod tomorrow, um, same time, 9 30. Um Dodd, I appreciate you for holding it down for like 15-20 minutes, man. I was so out of it, man.
0: Motherfucker, it was 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, it was 45? Oh. It was 45 minutes, man. Oh you know
1: shit. Nah, I gotta hold you down tomorrow. I got you. I I I got yeah, you. but
0: I, I mean, I mean, I could talk, man. I I I be I'd be doing i be doing a little bit too much talking sometimes, you know, with, with the stuff I be saying. At least I don't Julius Randle, my co-workers. <laughs>
1: i love love all you guys man i love all you guys man you know you know know, i get maximum effort you know you know i tell my coworker i'm gonna help him and i come and i see my guy iru to do the pod so you know i don't julius Randle, my coworker i try to give everybody and everything i do maximum effort you know, knowing that I get paid this week, knowing that I don't have 117 million coming in the bank,
0: you know. Oh but oh my god, you know, um, you know, that was a crazy, that was a crazy laugh, bro. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Um, you have a blessed night, brother. Um,
1: I'm gonna see you tomorrow, man. <laughs> <laughs> Almighty <I don't> 4C. <laughs> oh God, the next man. The next man, Fight Sports TV podcast. Oh, and also, um, before I get out of here, man, I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Pudge, um, Pudge, nice, you, are you, literally, like I see you every pod, bro. Like I seen you past like 45 pods, bro. Like I really appreciate you, bro. Like, Sherman, I appreciate you, bro. Evergreen, appreciate you, bro. Like the usual BKL, Marvin, Jeremy, um, Eric L. Beats, so I appreciate you, Flyboy. I appreciate you, man. All of you guys, man. 19. Man, I I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. Wait, State, you telling me you never slapped? Yes,
0: sir.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, OG, man? What's up, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man.
0: They closed security on State just now.
1: (laughs) 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 Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, that's the OG. (laughs) Um, Have I ever slapped a lot? Nah, I I haven't ever. But I make sure y'all pure real y'all goddamn hands though. But I'm out of here, man. And, um... Your dog, I'll see you tomorrow, bro. Peace, my brother. Get on safe, man. You know? Yeah, man. I'm gonna try, man. You know, them them bums on the train. Nah. Uh man.
0: Yeah, stay just a crazy dude, man. But anyway, peace y'all. Thank you for watching the Dionics podcast. Uh, today I did I did a halftime crunch time. If you want to check that out, check that out. Uh, I'm trying to get some other things going on, man, but I mean, like I said, I can't even get my internet to work properly. So anyway, stay tuned. Um, tomorrow, probably around the same time, me and Stay going to go on and do something. I'm probably going to do something a little earlier. Uh, um, also look out for, for me either going on, um, the, what's the name? Um, Uncle Fulio's channel with on, on nothing but to do the the controversy, or he might come on my channel too, man, because we want to chop it up too. That's the, that's my guy as well you know a lot of guys like like to give um state um too much flack they like to give um you know uncle fulio too much crap too much flack a lot of other guys too you know um just based off of an opinion man just I, I don't understand why people get so pissed off about an opinion and yapping back and forth on the internet is is one thing but listen man um um you know it is it, it is what it is you know you know what i'm saying so just just try try to keep it peaceful you know you know what i'm saying and and um you know just just be careful for for um, for war when um, when the time comes So anyway, peace. See you guys later. We out.